0: Mm. All
1: right, man. Well, bad new, news today. New style giveaway. Well, the giveaway is over, but we we have day. Oh, hi. All right. Awesome. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, so we're off of carts for giveaway mm. now. So don't, I mean, you keep stuff in your cart if you want to for a reminder, but uh, otherwise, we're on the wish list 100%. All right. So, and I pulled some. The month long of uh, giveaways? Yeah. Over. It was Maybe. fun. How, I think the grand total was uh, thirty-seven or thirty-nine thousand something. Mm.
0: It's pretty awesome.
1: Mm. Still give waste stuff every
0: week, and we're gonna start off, man. So right on. So uh, become preferred reaper and uh, throw it's some s- stuff in your wish list or buy. It's free and easy and to do.
1: Guys. And all of these were wishlists? No. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, the only thing we pulled today was wish list. Oh, going bravo. forward. Right on, man. Uh, oh, we're
0: not doing orders. No, you're doing orders, but as well. All right. Well, anyway, so we're so happy to it out. I guess. (laughs) Uh, uh, All right. So we got David Moore, and uh, he got a in his wish list was a waterproof, full
1: spectrum LED fixture. Right on, man. One hundred thirty-five bucks. Yeah. uh, Going back to your account in points. I think that's the one that you can touch, and it changes color. I think you can use it as like a also use it as like a refugium light too. Oh, it's really cool. Yeah, man. Right on. Hey,
0: 156 bucks. going back to Chris uh, Brandon. He's got an IO breakout box from Neptune, a BRS two part doser, two part uh, top off replacement tube, and some Mr. Chili uh, feeding jar. Right
1: on, man. 156
0: bucks. That little feeding thing, man, is actually super helpful to rehydrate the reef Chili. You're
1: the one who taught me how to turn it into a target feeder using an oh acrylic yeah, put rod. Oh t- yeah, the cool. little tube on the end. It works awesome.
0: All right, and uh, uh, Renee uh, Stratton is getting two hundred and thirty or yeah, two hundred thirty-two dollars and eighteen cents. Getting some Coraline Purple uh, epoxy from Ocean Wonders, and uh, a T5 uh, some Bunchy. T5 bulbs, yeah, whole bunch, bunch of, of bulb. T5 bulbs from uh, ATI and the brs gfo Granular Ferric oxide high capacity all right so for you guys join in uh and hopefully you guys are all in here we always do these, these things right away in the beginning just give everybody time to uh filter you know, log in, in, yeah. in a
1: few minutes you yeah know? the notifications come uh and it gives you gives you a minute to come in uh, middle of the work day who uh, wants to take a break so mm, everybody i know, I know. <laughs> all right so uh what was today's title uh well the t- today's title was the 750 xxl Right behind us crashed. Yeah. Almost dude. crashed. But, well, I mean, it depends close. on your
0: determination of crash, mm. man. Yeah, if you care and for
1: corals or the fish or both, yeah.
0: I would call this a crash, in my opinion. Mm. And so, uh, what happened over the weekend was the GFCI tripped and we uh, lost power to the tank, right? Right. And so, nobody's here on the weekends, and so it went without power for about. What, maybe 12 hours? I think it was like
1: a 6 o'clock at night or somewhere around that time that the GFCI clicked off. And then the first people here were around 9 o'clock in the morning uh, on Sunday for picking orders. Some of the warehouse okay. folks. And some of the, hey, kudos to the warehouse people who, one, like there's a few reefers back there, but some of them just know that these tanks should be running or something should be happening with them and they weren't. And then they started calling people and saying this yeah. tank is not working. So we have
0: 15 hours uh, without power, and so uh, that's definitely a point at which stuff starts to go wrong. And you know, for those of you that are thinking like, "Oh, well, 15 hours, man, uh, I may not have known that, or yeah. you know, I may have caught it or not," uh, man, like keep in mind that like you sleep at night. You know, yeah. and so like this. T- imagine this tank's in your basement or somewhere else. Like, if a
1: GFCI tripped or whatever, yeah. like how long would it be before you knew that this happened? Well, f- one. Also, if, uh, how long until things start to go south? Like mm-hmm. without oxygen and turnover. So if you're sleeping for eight hours and your tank shuts down like right at the first 30 minutes of that REM sleep. Uh, how long is it going to go until you finish? Eight hours, yeah, exactly. a minimum, Right. And so, how long does it take before things start going south because there's no oxygen, you know, turning around in the tank? So generally, what happens, uh,
0: and this doesn't happen all, all the way, all the time this way, but generally, what happens is the fish go first because they require the oxygen to live, mm. uh, and without gas exchange happening on the surface of the water. Yeah. Uh, they essentially suffocate inside the tank, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, and so you know it depends on how many fish you have, really. Uh, bef- you know, before uh, how, how have that, that oxygen gets, gets depleted. depleted. Yeah. If you only have a, f- a few tiny little fish in a giant tank, may let may have longer time period of time to to uh, uh, address it. Hmm. If it's uh, a ton of fish, like we had a pretty good amount of fish inside this tank. Uh, there was quite a bit,
1: big ones too.
0: And temperature, not as big of an issue. Most of the fish and the Uh, corals can survive a you know depleted temperature for a pretty long time in a normal environment not so
1: much the high temperature more so the low temperature Mm.
0: so 70 degrees in in the the room uh, for you know presumably it's not going to be much less than that because there's equipment uh, or not equipment but there's like residual heat and stuff in there so true you know it's provided it's probably not gonna go below 70 and you could probably survive 70 for a pretty Mm -hmm. good period of time yeah so corals uh, in our case we're all fine uh, but almost all the fish died. So, uh, the purple right. tang, the convent <sighs> tang lived, the, the tang. yellow tang lived, and the basslet oh. lived. Oh, yeah. Uh, but cool. all the Molly Millers are gone. A, more, uh, a couple of lawnmower blendies that stuck around. Yeah. Pretty much, uh, all of the, uh, all the other fish, man, died. It was really sad, man, mm-hmm. especially because we care for these animals. They rely on us to, you know, do the right thing for them. And there are, man, I'm going to own up. There's a couple of things that we should have done or could have done. Uh, that I hope that you guys listen to, man, because uh, you can learn from our mistakes uh, and, you know, address them because we have essentially like a little ocean reef in a room that has all kinds of life support elements on them and they will all fail. Every single one of them from the outlet you put it in to the (laughs) heater to whatever will fail at some point, Mm -hmm. right? And so it relies on redundancy and uh, effort. To, you know mm-hmm. make sure that you transition from like that one-year tank to the 10-year tank right in, in this case man it was a matter was of months, months. Man, before something happened so you know like it doesn't mean necessarily like only uh tragedy happens at year three yeah could happen at month three could happen yeah. anytime and yeah. this i mean it wasn't even a, it
1: wasn't equipment failure or anything like that it wasn't anything we had plugged in it mm-hmm. was everything we had plugged into one once no, source. A, it's so. a 20 amp circuit, yeah. so we're
0: not really sure why that it tripped because I don't think it went over the power. We added mm-hmm. it up, but we're gonna add it again. Like presume every last thing was on, yeah. but uh, again, it went off at six, man. So that was like the low end of the power consumption. Yeah. So I, I would be, I'd be surprised if that was it. I, you know, it's hard to know why. It could just been a faulty breaker or, yeah. uh, you know, faulty ground or something. Yeah. Who knows. Uh, we also checked for, you know, water, you know, going down the corridor or whatnot. And like all of our stuff has drip loops and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't
1: that. Uh, It's hard to know, but yeah, everything fails. Well, I mean, uh, people are hitting it all over the comments about, Mm -hmm. uh, well, what about this and what about that? Uh, You know, as far as like, so what can we do to prevent it Mm -hmm. from happening again in the future?
0: So there's two major, major things that should have been done in this tank, right? Right. 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 Uh, I mean, and I'm gonna like one of them. uh, You know, my wife's like, you know, like uh, got mad. You know, she's like, you know, the gem tank died. That was her favorite fish, right? And I'm like, hey man, I'm gonna take full accountability in this one because, like, I, I was the one that set up and installed most of the equipment. Mm-hmm. Even though uh, there's other people here that take care of it on a daily basis, yeah. Like, I didn't get the back battery backup power for the Ecotex plugged in, right? Uh, yeah. And like, I mean. Uh, raise your hand if you're an a, uh, Ecotech owner that owns a Powerheads back there, but didn't go the and buy the markers. battery backup and install it, right? Yeah. And I bet you it's 90% of the people out there. And it's just because you think you have time, man. You know? Oh, yeah. You know, like, it's uh, not going to
1: fail in the next... I just put these on there. They're not going to fail anytime soon.
0: Yeah. You just think that, like, hey, man, I got, I, you know, I got a lot going on, yeah. you know, I'm going to order that thing, I'm going to get it installed and, you know, whatever, and you think you have time to do it, man the nature of this stuff is it just hits you whenever. I think Terrence at at, uh, Neptune actually nailed it for me uh, Mm -hmm. way, way back when. He was talking about a uh, safe or a clean looking install is a safe install. And he showed like a picture of a uh, uh, a power bar that was laying on the ground with plugs going in, which is essentially just like a little raceway for For water, water freeway to go Mm -hmm. right in there. And he's like, don't ever do this you know not even for a single day (laughs) right and like that the statement of not even for a single day day really like brings it home man because you don't know when this is going to happen you know you just you have no idea in fact, man, I just installed an RO system at my house oh, you know, yeah. for drinking water, and when sure. uh, we opened up the lid today, man, or the the drawer down below, and there was water down yeah. there, right? Yeah. Uh, like somewhere, man, a leak developed, and it was slow enough that I didn't catch it right mm-hmm. away. You know, Jeez. not a lot of water, but enough that. You know, or even a few drops traveling down an electrical yep. cord, right? No free into... freeway. D- done. So in this case, it's going to go dr- right down into the outlet, you know, and start a fire or you know burn out equipment yeah. or all kinds of stuff. So in this case too, man, like you went through all the effort to, you know, put in the, you know, Vortex, man. Like not for a single day don't use the the power of battery backup. That's like one of the major benefits of that thing. Yeah. You know, in fact, I mean, I'm just going to be straight. Yeah. When they came out with the Nero, I'm like, oh, sweet. So this will be used on your battery back. And they're like, yeah, that's not one of the features that works currently. And I'm like, oh, that's you a deal breaker for me, one. man. Yeah. yeah, like, why would I buy that then, man? Like, I would never, ever, ever buy a power head that i can't back up some way because this is something that on a long enough timeline mm. the power in my house is going to go out uh, the breaker is going to get tripped yeah. you know something is going to happen where like i really want that you know the insurance of the powers being back on or turn the the, the flow on to keep it well oxygenating yeah. the official lot. so could you
1: so if uh, so ecotech has their own like battery backup it's made it's ecotech branded it's mm-hmm. for these there's nice connections and everything like how long would a, a UPS a standard U- computer UPS so I'm an electrical sure. engineer but I but tried we actually brought
0: in those things at yeah. one point right? Right, right so we were selling UPS's, I found like a place to buy them wholesale and got a good deal on them and uh, like, hey plug them in turns out though that mm. like the inverter and I, again I might be using the terminology here a little wrong but the inverter on those things actually consume more power than the pump does. Oh, okay. So it's changing DC power into AC power oh, right okay. which has a large mm. you know energy consumption to make that conversion <laughs> yeah whereas the power head itself like takes up you know like 15 watts yeah you know and so those, those things don't last very long. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. my experience, makes sense. most of them, depending on the size, will last, you know, six hours. Yeah. Is that case, that six hours might have been the six hours that it required to get me over the, you know, uh, uh, over the bridge of the gap. Right. You know, most people's power outages are probably only six hours to begin mm-hmm. with or, or less. It's those things like the breaker tripping, which is, you know, infinite until you find it. Well,
1: right? Especially in this environment, like I'm at home every day seven days a week, unless I go on vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, not so much. Like Fridays, Saturdays and Sundays are these looming areas where two days, a man. tank could go for 48 hours without ever being seen. You know, it's roughly 20% of the time, man, that yeah. there's two days where somebody's
0: not seeing these things at all, who are totally reliant on the equipment and the monitoring service mm-hmm. so that's the second part of this oh, the thing service. yeah and so apex actually has a heartbeat you know so it like sends a little signal to the uh, to the apex yeah. and back and forth and if it ever loses that signal it will say hey man go check yeah. your power your apex we lost connection yeah and that could have been your internet went out mm-hmm. but it could also be your
1: power went out in in either case so why didn't we get that on this one um it is a manual feature you have to turn on so i've it's turned on for the ulm tanks it's turned on for the 160 it's turned on for all of them everything but right? not this, this one. one yeah so
0: uh, you know josh went through and looked at all of them cuz like after seeing this one's down man you know like well gosh man like go look at all of them how right. could that be you yeah. know it turns out every single one of them in the building which is like you know 30 or more all uh, have the you know the yeah. toggle switch, yeah. and this one didn't have the toggle switch.
1: You will know, see, and that uh, brings up another point too: is a, another reason why we didn't come in. If the heart, if it was a, a universal power failure in the building, we would have mm-hmm. been getting the heartbeat signals from all of the oh, other yeah. tanks. <laughs> in which case, this was an isolated event with this tank, and because it was the only one without any heartbeat, it just sat. Mm-hmm. So. In fact, that happened once. We uh, had we didn't
0: get the notification, but the power went out here because tornadoes came through and wiped out all of North Minneapolis. Oh yeah, and we ran in, and luckily, man, we're in an environment where we got battery backups. So what we did is pull uh, for every tank that didn't already have a vortex on, we pulled vortex and pulled battery backups and started Mm. them up, Mm. Uh, and so. Like uh, that, bridge the gap. And in that case, man, we were out of power for two days. Yeah. You know, and the Vortex, man, ran us just fine. We didn't lose a single thing uh, because we have made sure there was oxygen in the water.
1: So, there's a lot of people asking about generators and stuff. Is that not a possibility here? Wait, yeah, hard to isolate each tank on a generator. So, like in this case, mm-hmm. nothing else lost power. So, uh, you couldn't isolate this one tank to a generator. Well, so before we get to the
0: generator thing, I'm just going to go out and say, if you have an Apex, and <laughs> go and find out if you toggled that switch,
1: and I asked, so, uh, I know where it is. Okay, good so, When you go into your Apex dashboard, and you're on your Apex Fusion dashboard, if you have multiples, you just choose each one. Uh, click on the icon, of the name of your uh, of your Apex in the top left screen, and it's where you can find the tasks function, the modules function, all these other things. At the very bottom, it says heartbeat. And you can click on that and it'll walk you through like heartbeat is connected or engaged or disengaged and do you want to enable it and then say yes, obviously, and then send the programming and enable it. And it takes a couple seconds and that's it. I would wager
0: that based on how buried that is, mm. 90% of people don't have it turned on. Yeah. And I don't know, Terrence might be able to tell me that, but uh, I will tell you that I, I called Terrence and I asked him today, man, like, why is this not turned on by default you know like yeah. not that it's their fault you know or anything mm-hmm. like that but like I just want to know like why m- why wouldn't you want that function on yeah. and well, he had a good answer yeah, to some degree all right and what it was was when you turn the Apex on originally you know and you're like getting it hooked up and connected and you're getting your you know unplugging and plugging mm-hmm. everything in all the time mm-hmm. and you know doing all the stuff you're gonna get like a million false alerts Right, yeah. it's just going to keep telling you disconnected. It as you're dinking around. Yeah, here.
1: and then you're going to start turning things off because you're getting alerted.
0: So yeah, much. and then you then you turn off an alert. You know, manually turn it off, right? Yeah. And so uh, what he said is that it's there so you can turn it on at a later date. But what he did say was that they had discussed whether or not after running for a week or something whether or not it should send you automatic alert saying hey would you like to turn heartbeat uh, that's on? a good thing right yeah. which you know hopefully this is you know this is a pretty public failure of ours not theirs yeah uh of ours but you know it'd been nice if it actually did that because we would have caught it and toggled that thing we mm. did it on all 29 other plus <laughs> of them here uh, on our own but we missed one yeah. you know And so if we had known, then what would have happened is Aaron and Josh would have got a a, a notification on their phone. They would have known the power is out. They would have came in here and fixed it. And we wouldn't have lost many thousand dollars of fish. And we wouldn't have let down the animals that uh, expect us to care for them properly. So, you know, uh, I really wish that, you know, that had been (laughs) turned on. because We would never had this problem. And second, that we had the battery backups installed on the power heads. And especially because we have them here, man. Like, uh, I mean, we're probably opening a few hundred dollars worth of those things to do that, but...
1: Yeah, but we open them a few hundred dollars worth of things to do other stuff too, so this is...
0: So for you guys, think about how much uh, dollars you have in fish, uh, if you already have the Vortex, but also there's a bunch of them out, out there, so... The Tunes's, uh the controllable versions, all yeah. have uh, uh, they have actually a, a cool little kit that you can hook up to any old battery you have out mm-hmm. there.
1: Yeah, those little small like lawn mower batteries or mm-hmm. things like that—they're perfect size batteries. batteries for stuff plus, like that. just go mm-hmm. get whatever size you yeah, want. For right? Sure. And it'll last super long. It's probably the most economical way to do this
0: because mm-hmm. batteries are a commodity item. So it's just like a little box that you, you know—you plug it into. It doesn't look as nice as the nice little white box from Ecotech. Yeah. But also uh, uh, the box from uh, the uh, Icecap. Icecap box, yeah. yeah Icecap has a little box that runs out of their
1: dryers, mm-hmm. right? It's a splitter cable. So mm-hmm. you go one to your pump and one to the battery and then uh, one to your driver. So mm-hmm.
0: so one of the things oh. I've always wondered is, is if that thing's lithium or not, because it's really small. So if it's, mm-hmm. if it's not, it's probably not going to last super long. If it is, then it probably will. Uh, I haven't actually, you know, used one and run it to its max. I've I've used the the Vortex one so many times now yeah. it runs forever. I've never hit the edge of it. <laughs> so I've never well, had had it hit the edge. Yeah, and it'll
1: automatically the, the Ecotech one will automatically kick your power heads down to like fifty percent or mm-hmm. what have you, run time constant to so it's not over exerting itself, it's just turning that water at a slow rate. So you get more and more hours out of it. I think uh, they vary with the size of pumps too, between your your MP10s, your MP40s, yep. and 60s, if you have them hooked up. But so
0: uh, in this case, uh, just for reference, I got six uh, vortex on this on this tank. You know, four 40s and two 60s, and uh, I just told them to put it on one on each side for the 40s near the top. Mm-hmm. That is where the gas exchange is going to happen. And running both of those at half speed will be more than adequate for the you know, yeah. need of the power beam. Yeah, done. for sure. Right. Uh, mean, the generator question.
1: Or. Well, I mean, you also have the other options like the, um, the people run into power outages while they're there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they don't have battery backups or power heads that they can run and stuff, just air stones, how efficient, how effective yeah. is that?
0: Actually, there are some things out there that are like air stones that are battery backup that recognize when the power went out. Yeah, And they're like 20 bucks, mm-hmm. you know, maybe even cheaper. So it's just a little air stone that sits in your tank and uh, if it loses power it has some like d cell batteries and it just blows air I, to the answer to the question of how effective it is it's way less effective than turning the water over it's way more effective but, than nothing. like it's way better than nothing oh, yeah. the 20 bucks may bridge you hours uh, in into the process yeah true i don't know maybe this fish are smart and they'll go hang out buy it I uh, recognize that they're not you know suffocating If yeah. they go over near it. I, I can't say that for sure but mm. Uh, yeah, so there's $20 options like that. Another good option that I've used uh, at my own home, uh, on my first tank, was an inverter. So you can go and buy a little inverter that you hook up to a car battery mm-hmm. and then it gives you you know, 500 watts of power or whatever, oh, yeah. 300, and I just ran a big extension cord in, into my house and turned my car on to charge the battery every once <laughs> in a while. But, you know what? It, it got me through a day and a half power outage in Crystal, yeah, and uh, kept my tank totally alive. And yeah, granted, every couple hours I had to go out there and you know start my car, yeah. But uh, you know what? That's nothing in comparison to all the other shenanigans I would have mm-hmm. had to do, or losing uh, you know the tank. You know, so
1: not everybody has Apex, obviously. I wonder if those, I wonder if those smart outlets, like you, you get on Amazon or what have you, that you can control your outlet with your phone. I wonder if they have built-in like connection uh into them also like, mm, like not that'd be worth looking into like, yeah,
0: heartbeat yeah. Thing. yeah so i mean we should certainly wish you had it turned on but for uh people that are thinking about generators uh i'll just share this kind of bit, bit. oh one, one thing before the generator actually so if you do have ac powered pumps like mm. uh, a uh, you know uh tunes stream or a hydro mm. or whatnot yeah definitely the best option is probably the ace uh the, or the battery backup And those things are super heavy to ship around, so actually online is one of the worst places to buy them in many cases, even Amazon and stuff, Mm -hmm. you can check it out for yourself. I found that uh, if you have one locally, a micro center is actually one of the best places. Oh, yeah. uh, and the reference, I don't know if this is 100% true, but the reference I got from the store was, uh, if you want to figure out which one will last the longest, it's the heaviest. <laughs> it so makes sense. Go look for the uh, heaviest, cheapest one there is, Yeah. you know, and the heavier, the longer <laughs> it will last. Uh, find the heavy, cheap matrix. You know, uh, There's probably some truth in that, but not 100%. And Again, it's probably somewhat in the uh, the inverter's uh, uh, efficiency, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and efficiency at different wattages. And one of the things I'm not really sure of is like even if you get a giant, giant battery in there, the nature of a giant battery in it is that it's giant, you know, designed to now run a 2,000 watt yeah. thing instead of uh, you know just 300. So uh, it may have a larger inverter and you know lower efficiency yeah, possibly. Had, you have to look at it. Generators. Though. Generators now. So here's the problem with generators: is power goes out mm-hmm. while well, we were uh, gone.
1: Nothing kicks None, on the nothing generator. happens, man.
0: Yeah. Nothing, man. So if you have the battery backup on your pumps, then uh, it go. Power goes out while you're asleep, while you're at work, while you're on vacation, while you're not there on the weekend.
1: Doesn't matter. Power Turns goes on, out on not immediately. Power goes out on this outlet. Not on those outlets, it still turns on. Yeah, one one outlet. Yeah,
0: right? Generator Generator, the
1: GFI trips, whatever.
0: Yeah. So in that case the battery backups are the best, best, best solution Mm -hmm. in the essence that they are going to solve your problem that covers ninety percent of the causes and provide ninety percent of the safety that people need because most people don't need to bridge more than 12, 15 hour gaps. And most people actually only down to like six. Power is usually up before that. However, if you live in like Tornado Alley or, uh, you know, you live uh, in a hurricane zone or something, man, where it's not uncommon to uh, run out without power for four days, generator time, man. Go buy it now. (laughs) So, you know, the problem with the generator, though, uh, is twofold. in most gas. cases, I gotta be there, Yeah. right? Yeah. Takes a gas, I gotta go buy some gas for mm-hmm. it and I gotta start it up, you know, to get it to go. And there's another option outside of that, but uh, it's just like anything else, like small motor. Mm-hmm. It only works if you take care of it. So if you haven't had a power outage or need to run the generator in the last years. four years, yeah. Will it start when you need it? I mean, that's a really big question. You know, uh, I know my uh, chainsaw won't. (laughs) So you gotta take care of it. You gotta make sure you do like oil changes on it. It's a small motor. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can't leave gas in it. Uh, The gas will gel up in the lines and whatnot. So like, I mean, you gotta
1: take care of it for it it to work when you need it. You know, Uh, well that means sort of the same thing about batteries but not uh not as heavy as that you have to keep them charged i know a lot of those battery backups you can have it plugged in at all times and that's how it recognizes the powers out because Mm -hmm. it loses its charge and then all of a sudden it kicks itself on Wonder efficiently, or uh, wonder if you could do the same with like solar. If your tank was near like a window, or you run a solar panel out trickle charge the battery. Probably trickle charge
0: it with solar. Mm-hmm. But it's Probably more expensive though than the <laughs> the charger. But yeah, you know you could probably trickle charge something like that with the uh, solar power if you wanted mm-hmm. to. Uh, the next thing though is uh, for you to uh, get a uh, generator that turns on automatically. Right, and I don't know the exact cost of that, but you're definitely into the thousands now. Right? So,
1: you're, well, you're relaying your tank through the generator into the wall, so it Well, usually it's the again. whole house yeah, generator, exactly. so you'll
0: get like a, I think they're like Generac or something. Mm-hmm. You can see them at Home Depot's or whatnot, and they'll wire right into the outside of your house. They'll usually plummet it into the. Uh, natural gas your house and it'll automatically start you know yeah. every uh you know once a day or something like that just to make sure it, it's actually working yeah. tell you if it isn't
1: talking a big ex- big expense though
0: yeah big expense there's if you again if you lose power though all the time and there's all kinds of reasons to do this oh yeah and like uh i don't want to live without power you know and so like outside of my tank i may use the excuse to buy one because i'm getting tired of the power going out all the time Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would definitely get one of those if I lived in Tornado Alley or Hurricane City. True. You know, so uh, in that environment, you, you could definitely pick that up. But you're into this now for thousands of dollars for for sure to get. Well, people it have installed. more than
1: that in their tanks too, though. So oh man, we lost uh,
0: like I don't even know how many thousands of dollars yeah. with the fish. I mean, we there were several, and there were a thousand dollars a piece. Not several, but a few of them. You know, so like I mean, there's definitely probably five grand in, in fish that were lost, man, and the animals' lives. You know, mm-hmm. so. Uh, you know, protecting them with a generator would no, no big deal. Yeah,
1: I'm sure there's a lot of folks out there like who are more prone to these power... We're not very prone to power outages. We're mm-hmm. kind of lucky in that sense. You know, no major electrical grids that fail every once in a while. There's some storms that come through. The cold probably is one of the biggest things that uh, knock out power, but we don't live in Tornado Alley and stuff, so there's probably a lot of people out there. It's like on the forums and on AskBRSTV, di- on the Facebook group, uh, get some ideas from those guys that are living that life every day. Uh, so I bet they have tons of ways that you can cheap places to get, you know, batteries or, you know, the best cost for this and that and ways to hook it up. But, you know, in today's day
0: and age, too, man, like uh, you can get on Facebook and say, like, my power went out and go on Facebook and say, anybody got a generator, man? My tank's done. My phone still
1: works. Right? Yeah.
0: yeah. And so somebody will probably help you out. And this is this is what I would. This is my own people will argue this one for sure, but this is my own personal take on the generator is I don't live in an area where the power goes out constantly. So I will not buy a generator and I will invest in the battery backup solutions. It will get me past, you know, vast, 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 vast majority of the power outage solutions. Mm -hmm. And then like say tornado comes here and wipes out the neighborhood and I can see trees, you know, falling down on every power line and I know it's gonna be a week before we get power. Right. But I can go buy one. But be prepared. Everybody else is going, Everybody to, buy else going to buy one too, right? <laughs> so here's the p- be mm. prepared bean, man, is uh, I have already mentally prepared myself that I will drive as far as I need to. Right? How far is that? Uh, I, as far as I need to, man. Yeah. I will locate a generator and buy it at a Home Depot a thousand miles away if need be. Mm. right? And I will drive and go get it. and. In that meantime, man, the battery backups will keep the tank alive uh, for me in, in that period of time, yeah. and so that I can go get the generator. But you have yeah. to have that mindset that I'm willing to go a really long ways, man, to go pick this thing up. You're hitting <clears> you're a. G- in, no, if you're going to wipe all the generators will be gone the
1: moment somebody says. Oh so. yeah, exactly. Uh, you're hitting a good point here too. Is uh so. Battery backups, like if they're not Ecotech pumps, and my, there's all these other options. I can plug things into battery backups. What, what, what equipment am I plugging into these things? Like, what's what's my most essential equipment? And probably the number one is just flow. I, you don't need lights mm-hmm. Mo- even multiple days, probably right. Don't need heat, depending on your weather.
0: So it depends on the temperature
1: outside, right? right? And so when the heat
0: or when they when your power goes out, mm-hmm. the heat in your home goes out too. Mm-hmm. right uh so the furnace is no longer functioning right? yeah so if it's zero degrees out man it's gonna get cold in here so if i could man rather than heat the tank i'd actually go try to fix the you know power the furnace if, mm-hmm. I, if I could you know mm-hmm. that that is probably gonna mean you have to wire something in but outside of that I, I might start trying to heat the tank but it's gonna if it falls to zero degrees in my house man the aquarium heater ain't gonna do it.
1: Right, and the opposite of that, it's summertime now, so your tank power shuts off. You're gonna probably wanna power a fan at some point yeah. in time.
0: It's gonna be 8,000 degrees in your house yeah. real soon. Yeah. So, you know, there's a couple of things you can do in that case. One is definitely uh, I would go get fans running and blowing and mm-hmm. get as much evaporation as I possibly can along with the, the pumps. Uh, you can actually just like take Ziploc bags of ice and mm-hmm. put it in there to you know keep it you know cool or uh, cool it down to some degree. Yeah. Uh, but you know in general, if 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 it's normal temperature outside, the only thing that I'm gonna power is the, the power pumps. Hood. Yeah. The the heat. I mean the skimmers and all that kind. of mm-hmm you know, reactors and whatever, those are totally...
1: Yeah, uh, and I wouldn't waste time with the return pump. One, the return pump usually draws more power than a power head, Mm -hmm. and you don't necessarily need the filtration portion, just the oxygenation, and you're probably more oxygenation coming from a power head pointed at the surface Mm -hmm. than water circulating the whole thing. Yeah, so
0: filtration is super secondary at this point. Yeah. We're talking about life support here. We're trying to keep everything alive. You know, filtering the water uh, is, uh, I, I mean, Presumably, like if you have uh, a tank that has just a bunch of plastic, uh, you know, big expensive fish and a bunch of plastic uh, coral, fake coral, coral reef. Insert. Uh, maybe the filtration is actually important, but yeah. uh, uh, outside of that, like your standard, you know, live rock implementation, man. Like, yeah, uh, not it's usually as enough. Right. Exactly. So you know, some of the we're filming dude. So some of the. The power, the return pumps like the uh, Vortech, yeah. actually has a battery backup in it, and uh, will, or not in it, but will it will accept the same battery yeah. backup.
1: You just need to, there's an adapter because it's like 30 uh, 36 watts versus like 24 okay. or 12. But there's an adapter for it.
0: So if you got real deep pockets, man, you can absolutely do that. Uh, yeah. But note that like it's not the most important <laughs> on the whole thing.
1: Yeah. And, uh, for sure. Uh, so then then we get into what are we now going to do from lessons learned I guess Okay, We're,
0: well that's important man, right yeah so lessons learned is toggle the thing over uh, on turn your heartbeat page. on you know and the best thing that yeah. I can do man is call up Terrence and uh, you know pester him and, and make and and to make that not a default but to send that message yeah. in, in a week mm-hmm. you know it says uh, hey man the, the, you're losing connection yeah right uh or you, you're, or you should have the heartbeat turned on right 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 uh and so uh i can do that not for myself but for all of you guys uh anybody out there uh, and i'd love to hear from anybody here who uh like, like raise your hand if you have an apex in or it didn't it even out. know
1: didn't even know about it yeah
0: yeah i mean so uh definitely that we'll definitely get the battery backups installed and you know like this you know like any, anytime anything goes bad you go and review all the different things that you can on a, every system yeah you know? uh and you know the reality is here too there since there's 30 tanks here it's just like man, you go through and try to remember to do it, every trying. last thing with all oh. of them but there's just so many systems that, to try to keep track of it's not like the one in your house yeah. where, you're like you know it's your baby and you've only uh, how do you remember I'll, the differences between all of these things? No,
1: and it, so there's like there's four or five systems that we really pay attention to that will bring people in on the weekends. I mean, some people have their systems at, uh, at their desk that they have the uh, Apex hooked up to, and if they get an alert, they come in on their own to the office. But the seven hundred and fifty, the ULMs, the BRS one hundred and sixty, the Red Sea tank back there, uh, a lot of the lab tanks and stuff. So there's two guys that really are running all of those systems mm-hmm. and you imagine like how often how often does your tank send you an alert and then how often would 6 tanks send you an alert so to really dial in all of your alerts and your alarms uh, even for my own tank at home like the power the the power consumption notifications the flow of notifications the uh, you know optical sensors for water level notifications the heartbeat notifications all of these different things uh, really important on these six tanks but uh, even more so important to my own one at home and there's a lot of there's a lot of alarms and alerts that you can set up probes and temperatures and things there's a lot of unused alerts that that don't get used I, power consumption for one mm-hmm. like i want to know when my when my power heads aren't uh, pulling or my return pump isn't pulling what it should my lights might be turned off or my skimmer's not pulling the wattage straw that it normally does it means something's wrong so you got to go in there and actually program some of that i thing. mean
0: like i mean uh, it'd be nice if the apex automatically turned that on like mm-hmm. hey man at 30 days takes a sample of what that pop that thing did, cool. and it just turns itself on yeah. I mean, it's not that their fault that they didn't, but like at the same time those types of features would like increase success rates for sure right. For right. people. Uh, because not everybody knows how to turn all that power monitoring stuff on or it's a lot you know, of stuff to think about. And like people's lives are busy too. And so, you know, one of the things that happens all the time, man, is a pH probe alarms going off, right? Yeah. And you know it's just because the thing needs to be calibrated and so you're you know out at the beach and the things like beeping at you whatever see turn it off shut them off right you turn off the alarm so that Guilty. i can just get there Done and it. then you know you go calibrate the probe but you forget to turn the thing <laughs> the alarm back on man and so you know it's a pretty big deal and then something know?
1: catastrophic happens
0: yeah it's so like with the alarms man uh just got to make sure that you listen to them mm-hmm. and uh you know they're there for a purpose right? yeah absolutely yeah. Well, so, we learned right. some things. Yeah, we killed an-
1: some things accidentally. Let's answer some of these but. questions
0: here, man. Uh, so we have uh, two GFI's for different parts of the system. Good idea, I think. You know what? That that is a actually a pretty good idea. Uh, so I was thinking the same thing because there is one plug. Uh, this has a uh, dedicated syst- our outlets for it yeah. or cir- circuit, but there is a plug right around the corner, and I was thinking the same thing. That like if we plug a couple of these pumps into that other circuit yeah it's less likely to have this problem mm-hmm. right and so uh, you know, you probably, sometimes you just don't kind of think about that stuff, you know, and I did at my house, I have a little fish room that I built that I'm going to rebuild because I'm mm-hmm. putting the tank on the other side of the house now, <laughs> yeah. but I did, I put two different circuits there, uh, because they want to make sure that I had redundancy there, you know, we just didn't implement
1: well, it. Well, I mean, just adding GFI circuits in general, uh, I know a lot of tanks that I ran, uh, almost all of them I ran at home didn't have GFCI outlets in near them, but what's it cost to have one put in, um, or maybe for smart people to do it on your own. Uh, but, so you have one put in, drop, a, drop one down, come to your house and have one you know, at I least don't for your really tank. You
0: know, you can put them in at the circuit breaker yeah. or you can put them in at the outlet. And I'm not an electrician, so no, I don't know the cost of doing that. But It's
1: worth looking into if you don't have GFCIs. And yeah, The sure.
0: GFCIs are generally only in a household, like where mm. there's water, bathrooms, uh, kitchens and stuff like yeah. that. That's where they require them. And so there'll be a big debate, I'm sure, about you know whether or not you should use GFCIs at home because they can trigger you know falsely and then you lose power to your tank. And mm-hmm. I will tell you this, uh, that's true, man. But like a, as a business owner, the GFCIs here are protect the people that are inside this building. And so, you know, if I have to protect the tank or I have to protect the people that work here, I mean, it's definitely the people that work here. So uh, I have to make sure that there's no fires here. Uh, Also, I have a responsibility to get packages and stuff out on time. And if there's a fire here, man, all of a sudden, like, uh, you know, the inventory's burned up or we're putting out fires instead of shipping, man. uh, We can't function that way. I guarantee that OSHA requires that there is a... Uh, a GFCI in any outlet in your water. And so There's like a lot the, of water in here, yeah. the debate is a mute point for me, right? Like, uh, yeah, you could, you could, and we definitely got the losing side of that, uh, this weekend, but I'd do it the same way. I'm, I'm not going to take out the GFCIs. I, I would use them a- anytime any time that you can, mm-hmm. uh, as long as it's economically feasible for you to put one in, like think about the people that are in your home, uh, your pets and everybody, man, that you're responsible for. And if you live in an apartment or anything like that, think about the people that, you know, expect you to look out for their best interests as well, yeah. your neighbors and their children and whatnot. Like, like the, it's definitely there to prevent fires and, and uh, you know, save human beings' lives. Yeah. So use it. For sure. Uh, and, you know, find other ways to, to back it up. Uh, I think even some power outlets, power strips, might have GFCIs built into them. Oh so
1: yeah. You'd have to look into that <laughs> one as well. All right, what's the next question? Uh, how often should you replace your Ecotech battery backups? You know what, I, I, they don't really
0: cycle down a mm. lot. I've never worn one out and I've never had one that you know hit the end of life. And so I guess what I would do mm. is every now and then, pull the plug on your Ecotechs and see how long it lasts you.
1: You know, yeah. and trickle them down. I mean, you could even just let them run, trickle them down, and like exercise the battery. I think it is uh, something that has been. Uh, it's like cell. I got cell phone batteries back in the day. You, you as the more memory. often you plug them in, the more you unplug them, the lower and lower the battery life goes. But
0: uh, I don't know the answer to that question, but I would definitely pull the plug on them once a year and see how long they last. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing though, man, like, remember to plug them back in. You know, <laughs> so only plug it on, on one of them or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you should be able to figure out mm-hmm. how long they last and use that. I don't think there's a
1: default number. No, and I'm, if I'm... Uh, I believe there's a series of bu- button presses, or you can do it through your reef link if you have uh, your pumps tied to a battery backup, but there's a way to uh, that'll tell you uh, in a visual indicator of how, many, how much percentage your battery has.
0: Oh, interesting. Uh, Alright, uh, next one. Fish are dead after 15 hours. It could even yeah, be less than that. It, we could've, they could have died before that even. Yeah, we like, uh. Almost all of them died, man. Uh, I'd say two-thirds of the fish uh, wiped out. Uh, only the yellow tang, the convict tang, the uh, purple tang, the uh, bass lid, and a handful of the blennies survived. So yeah. uh, everybody else, man, got work on her. So yeah, it's only 15 hours, and it could have been even shorter than that, man. Uh, you know, the oxygen depletion was, was pretty rapid. Yeah. Uh, how many frags are lost from this tank? None. So the corals are just fine. So the corals can tolerate a temperature change or not as, uh, uh you know. They don't have the same oxygen, you know, needs uh, as rapid to uh, survive. So, you uh, know, the corals are just fine. Yeah. Uh, what about power monitoring? Set up an alert on a piece of equipment. My heartbeat goes off <laughs> occasionally. Yeah. So that was uh, we talked about that for a while, man. Uh, it's yeah. just not on by default. It's on in 20 other nine tanks here. Well, but
1: and another uh, another. Part about this one is, uh, we do have power monitoring on. We had power monitoring on these. Oh yeah. But without without power, without it connected to the internet, it can't tell you. So that's why the heartbeat sends out that signal. So you have to have the heartbeat to to let it work. The way to do the heartbeat before, I mean, in the Apex Classic, for those of you who have the Classics and stuff, the heartbeat works with the latest Apex. You know what? But uh, the yeah, the Classic you used to have to. If you wanted something like similar to this, it was like. Battery back up to your router and to the head unit on your Apex, in which case it could tell you, it could stay connected, but start to give you the alerts that like this outlet was off or it wasn't working. Yep. But, uh,
0: yeah, so it was a little, I mean, the, the problem with the, some of those things is when the power goes out, you know, and like a tornado comes through, man, well, you know, the internet went out too. Yeah, You know, uh, you know, it depends on which lines are buried mm-hmm. and whatnot, but like, often they go out together. So, I mean, you could get, like, a cellular backup or something. You know, <laughs> I, I thought, like, one of the controllers actually had that at one point, like Aquatronica or something. That's Some there. sort of cellular backup? Uh, yeah, cellular backup. Oh, yeah. Man. yeah I don't know. I will be curious how many people buy that if, if, if Neptune offered that. Uh, yeah. All right. So, if you're hooking up a battery backup, do you think it's better uh, to back up uh, powerheads or the main return pump? So yeah. we talked Talk about, about that, that earlier. One. Yeah, yeah, definitely power heads. What Draw. we're looking for is the lowest wattage consumption pump that will turn over the surface area of the top of the water and expose the water to the gases in the room and off gas CO2 and get uh, 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 oxygen, oxygen into in. the water. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's definitely what we're looking for here, and this, the return pump just takes up way more power
1: to achieve probably it has to work harder because it's pumping water usually up four or five feet head pressures it needs the extra wattage inherently they're more wattage
0: yeah this is just a little you know propeller that's spinning in, yeah. in your tank It's the lowest wattage way you could possibly produce uh, uh, flow in your tank yeah all right does uh, octo have a battery backup for their dc power that's a good question man I'm not sure
1: uh, and I wonder if you can run them through the ice cap one. I'm sure that information exists out there, somebody who's found a way to back up these things.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if the uh, ice cap thing worked on the aqua pumps, mm. but I don't know that for sure. That's a
1: uh, uh,
0: for basic monitoring, would you say the cheapest option, uh, basic
1: mail-based alerts? Basic uh, monitoring, what would you say is the cheapest option?
0: I, I think it's, best it's best probably the Apex EL. You know, yeah. 500 bucks. You know? Which, yeah, you'll
1: get your heartbeat, you'll get all of the alerts, you'll get everything. Text alerts and email alerts, so not just email I mean, alerts. That's
0: a half of the cost of one fish we lost. And it, And if I only used it for that one function. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, 500 bucks sounds like a lot, but it's not in concern to mm. the, uh, all the things we're doing. And again, one of these things, man, is just get deeper in this. Like, we started, like, hey man, I just wanted an aquarium. Nah. You know, like, and some people are like, oh, what, you're gonna spend $100 on a hundred bucks on an aquarium? That's a lot. No, like, do you want to spend thousands? You know, <laughs> and, and you know, it just kind of gets out of control. But you gotta remember, man, like I, I'm, I was doing some math on this the other day, and I'm gonna butcher these numbers a little bit, but like, what's the cost of uh, owning a, a dog, you know? you know what the lifetime oh, yeah. most cost of owning a dog is? No. Dude, it's like close to 30 grand right yeah or
1: like 12 15 years 10 15 years and
0: so it builds up man like Mm and they didn't even hit how it damages your house in that like breakdown you man you think all the dogs mm-hmm. damage your house okay. yeah
1: for my dog to damage my house my but. dog
0: damages my house all over man He's like <laughs> chewed on uh, the couch man he scratched okay. the floor okay. you know all kinds of different yeah. things right so like cost money at most people i'd say own a dog man a dog just damaged your house in some fashion there's so, outliers yeah, yeah for sure yeah, but maybe you're the best pet owner no <laughs> uh, but yeah i mean so like but even in the first year it's 1500 bucks to buy the dog get it spayed neutered mm-hmm. buy its bed, some food, a collar and all that kind of other stuff. Right. Man. I'm sure there's like, you could get, get one cheaper somehow, but like, mm-hmm. you know, the average cost is 1500 bucks. So, you know, Hey man, this is a pet too. You know, it's just a different kind of pet. Yeah. You know? I'm not and, taking this one out for walks and stuff. Yeah. I think it's like a type of pet for a different type of pet owner. Yeah. True. You know, like, uh, I want to have something cooler, uh, or not, I shouldn't say cooler, but different than your average pet owner has. Yes. I want to create a little ecosphere in my house. Mm -hmm. And don't be surprised when it costs the same 1500 bucks to do it, you know, (laughs) and another thousand bucks a year. And it just kind of like builds on itself and you keep adding stuff as you can afford it. And the $500 apex is definitely one of them, you know, and you know, on a long enough timeline, every single piece of equipment on here is going to fail. And every single piece of the whole thing is a component of life support. Yeah. Like if it turns off, it's the difference between living in Minnesota and living in a little section of the reef, uh, you know, down in Fiji. Yeah, like we're trying to create Fiji here, not Minnesota. <laughs> so every piece of equipment is trying to emulate, you know, Fiji or Australia or wherever, you know, Indonesia, and you know, it does. All this stuff is, uh, you know
1: susceptible at some point in time
0: you know and, you, yeah. and some of it dies faster than others you know? it does yeah.
1: <laughs> again with the money uh you know uh, sometimes the more money you put into your equipment the longer it lasts uh, mm-hmm. so the investment uh if you're really into this thing and you want they want it to last the same 15 years my dog did uh then i'm going to put some little more time and effort into what i buy for it uh, same thing with my dog food if i want my dog to last more than 15 years Maybe I'm gonna pay more to have it exercised, groomed, taken care of more for its food. You know, I'm gonna go raw, natural diet versus old Roy, You know, dog food. So could yeah, it, could uh, extend its life.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, who, you know, you know, who knows? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, there's definitely feel-good element of to uh, of the. You know, I won't tell you which one was better for your cat, man, but there's Meow Mix and there's Blue Buffalo, man, and I make some assumptions in there. You know, one's a lot cheaper than the other one. Right. Uh, anyways, so what's the next one here? A d- a uh, dollar and oh, it's Glenn. a Glenn. Oh, Glenn gave us a super Coffee jet. for the cameraman. Ah, thanks, oh, dude. Dave, gr- get yourself a coffee. Congratulations, man. Uh, we'll buy you coffee when we're done. But then so, Victor uh, added another Oh, two $2. And a penny for the cameraman. Oh, well, he's got an assistant today, so uh, we'll give her a coffee as well. Uh, there we cool. go uh will the macro lg and pods be okay without the flow uh, uh not on there we
1: don't have any on this tank yeah so but in any in some pods. of the other tank
0: yeah i i think it'd be just fine i, I haven't i haven't seen a scenario where lg dies that fast from right. lack of uh, oxygen right uh so sorry here about the lost guys uh will you replace them quickly same uh fish or uh switch it up so uh, I haven't made the call to Elliot over at Marine Collector's because yeah. I'm so embarrassed and ashamed uh, that like uh, I made a couple of mistakes and I feel responsible for it, but I will. Uh, and the reason for that is uh, two things, man. Uh, this is part of the WWC method here. Uh, and so part of that, man, is we need to have a lot of fish in there. Yeah. So one is they're all utilitarian fish. They serve a purpose, man. They're there to keep the algae and anything else at bay keep the tank clean and we can't uh, just decide to live without those things oh, yeah. man they're especially in a brand new tank they're there for a purpose so we're gonna have to get them replaced uh, the second piece is uh, they're processing food
1: and creating yep. poo yep I was gonna say Feeding we corals. need more poopers you know <laughs> That's true. Uh,
0: and so we lost our
1: biggest best ones
0: yep so we definitely need to uh, replace them what fish will actually get man uh, I'll have to call up Elliot and uh, talk to him about <laughs> that uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Elliot at Marine Collectors is the guy who provided a lot of fish for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will tell you now, I will never, ever, ever use another service than his because he made it so easy for me. It yeah. uh, helps you pick out the fish that you want, helps you you know, get the like introduction rate of when you put them in. He will uh, quarantine, part of his normal process, he quarantines them and it's a medicated quarantine. So the fish that you get are healthy. You'll never worry about whether or not you put one in that kills all the rest, mm-hmm. uh, which is a whole different, you know, debacle. Right, right. Uh, and uh, I mean, I don't know, of all the 15 years of buying fish, man, I would say my experience with Elliott was uh, 15x anything else. Uh, it probably charges like a little bit more than the average person. Yeah. I saw a post actually on uh, reef to reef uh, today. Uh, they do a little mm-hmm. daily poll. And you know, it was like, would you pay? How much would you pay extra to have a tank or a fish pre quarantined for you? And it was like zero, yeah. two times, three times, whatever. Uh, it was like, it was almost like forty percent, two times. Wow. I'll pay double for the fish to know that it's healthy and that it won't kill my other fish when I add it in there. that's such right. I mean, setting up quarantine,
1: doing all that on your own is not only a chore, an extra cost. Uh, limited use because uh, how often uh, you're gonna keep adding more fish to your tank after a while you're just done unless you're replacing ones that died so so I will tell you that
0: like most people that try to quarantine at home like they haven't done it before and they're not pros at it just end up killing the fish yeah so like uh, it's the people that are really good at quarantining worked at stores at some point in your life or a wholesaler or whatnot mm-hmm. and part of the daily function of being profitable is making sure that the animals are healthy and stay alive yeah. and that when they do come in sick that instead of throwing dollars away they're able to you know bring them back to health and so it's a saleable product for them again right and so because that's part of their daily function uh, for years really good those are it. the people that are really good at yeah. it. So Elliot, right there, is a daily function, is to take care of these animals, knows how to do it, and will get you something super, super healthy. So uh, I will hit him back up for it. Expect <laughs> uh, the phone call. Yeah, there we go, man. Uh, any other questions before call it day? Uh. All right, well, Dave says no. He, I don't know if you earned your coffee or not, but they paid for it, so mm-hmm. we are you gonna do? all right well hey thanks for watching and you know the biggest thing for me man is that like uh you guys learn from our mistakes that our mistake here will ultimately save many other people's fish right so yeah. that's the only way that i can think about it without wanting to uh, tear up so like if what we can what we did here man can help you guys learn a lesson through our mistakes maybe man we can save hundreds and hundreds of fish out there yeah. uh, uh, and maybe to some degree it was worth it uh, but uh, message to everybody who owns Apex, turn go turn, toggle the heartbeat on as you speak. <laughs> Ta- next, next message, anybody that owns a Vortech, buy the battery backup thing for, uh, you know, God's sake. Please yeah, sure. go out there and, and get it. And if you have a, a gyre, they have options. Tunes mm-hmm. has options. If you have an AC pump, go get uh, the biggest heaviest ups that you can get uh, from micro center or something similar to that uh learn from our mistakes and when i say it don't say oh i'll do that next week go out today man go buy that thing go to micro center today get a cool video game or something too uh
1: uh, (laughs) Uh, administrative note uh we have a new style of lives starting uh, well we're gonna we're We're actually gonna do stuff on these lives and we're trying next week right we we picked a few topics a few things that we can do and like, uh, rather than sit here and answer questions and BS, we're going to sit here and answer questions, but actually do something, like build something or mix something. Instead of, instead of two boring guys sitting,
0: <laughs> two boring guys standing. Yeah, doing yeah, something yeah, uh, with their hands. No, uh, so what we'll do, I think one of them is like uh, coming up, we'll be uh, mixing up some ESV salt. Yeah, it's really you cool. Know? So uh, over on hashtag T V like a lot of the people there, I mean, it's a really surprising number for me. Uh, yeah. Are you using ESV salt, which requires you to mix, mix your own, your own mm-hmm. sodium chloride, mm-hmm. magnesium sulfate, and some liquids together to make your own salt? Uh, it sounds it. like a you know big pain in the butt, to be honest to me. But we're gonna find we're out gonna and uh, you know discuss what the advantages of this are, because yeah. there are some very legitimate advantages to taking that approach. Actually, yesterday I had a, a hashtag SBRS TV group in uh, Facebook we I asked a question about whether or not you'd use Brightwell's calibrate oh, which yeah. is a, a all of the sea salt in there except for sodium chloride hmm. and some people buy that and then they go like buy water softener pellets or whatever you know food grade water softener really? pellets and make their own salt or they find there you know you can go to a, like a you know, a lot of pool companies will hook you up with some industrial supplier for you know, different things. And you often have to buy it by a pallet or whatnot, right, right. but if you could buy really cheap food or USP grade sodium chloride, uh, that one bucket a Calibrate from Brightwell makes 450 gallons
1: of salt. Right. Yeah, that in the costume now. That's yeah. Wow. Yeah. All so,
0: right. I don't know. That was kind of interesting conversations going on over there about that. But we're going to mix up some ESV maybe next weekend or a week. Maybe we're going to do something different. We've got a few but, things yeah. planned. We're going to yeah. try, uh, I mean, up and coming super soon, I think. Yeah. And we're going to actually make the actual recipe oh, yeah. of food uh, that Part BRS two. is going to do. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's the uh, DIY fish food and DIY fish and coral food. Mm-hmm. Uh, one hundred, oh, one hundred oh two, one hundred two. we yeah, did one hundred one. On,
0: man, uh, advanced users, AP class. Uh, so yeah.
1: Other than that, preferred reefers, put stuff in your wish list because uh, we're giving it away on Mondays.
0: All right, see you guys.
1: Take care.